Welcome to the Esports Report, folks. This is your host, Will Nix, with his co-host, Ashley Hodge. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? Going pretty good. It's been a long day. I'm very tired. You know, COVID, yes. teaching during a pandemic, uh, year three will definitely wear you out. Yes, it will. We have a lot of stuff to do today, right? We have we have an interview and a host, a guest host coming in. We do. It's our first guest host episode, and it's a very special guest from a prestigious organization. If you want to go ahead and tell the folks who we got. We have Tanya Anderson from the Georgia High School Association, and she's here to tell us all about esports and high schools. So I'm excited because Tanya's a lot of fun to talk to. And fun fact, all three of us actually met at one of the first um, state championships, which Will over here, his rocket <laughs> team, actually won. And I'd like to say I brought the crowd to that, that, to that event. So she talks about the fun atmosphere. You've talked about the fun atmosphere. I was the atmosphere. <laughs> and this has come up before, but my very first words to you were, get off, get off the stage. stage. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be very much what she's going to say to me during this podcast and during our video guys. I mean, next, get off the stage. All right. Just, I, I, I'm a hog with the limelight. I love it. I'm not going to be honest. I, I love being on stage no matter what it is. But I'm excited uh, We with Tanya coming in. And then uh, I think, can we preview? We've got some other people coming up. Um, After Aaron, we're going to try to get the CEO of Play Versus. We're going wow. To- yeah, it's we're we're working on that. It's very important, I think, for the pod that we have him on and talk about his journey into esports and how Play Versus has grown and things like that. Um, we're also talked to a company in Texas, uh, and uh, you know, if anybody's interested in coming on the pod, talking about their program, their company, or just like experiences with with uh, esports, we're happy to have you. I I don't know about you, but I think as soon as we send the invite out. We're going to be drowning some of our advisory council board members. Very possible. Um, as I've always said, please contact us. Please con- e- email, email us, you know, <laughs> message us, something. <laughs> we're here. We're here for you guys. We we do this for you. <laughs> we do this for you. And we're doing this for players too. I can't wait. Honestly, that's what I'm looking for in our future segments is getting some players on air. And and really getting the you know getting the kids involved and talking to them, get some of the state championship winning teams out there and just talk to them. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? And also, we hope to showcase programs. Like, uh, we'll have the great idea of doing like a game of the week or match of the week. So, if your school would like to like record a Rocket League match, a League a Legends match, or whatever match, and send it to us, yep. we can play it and have you on and have commentary. And that could be something we do. We would love to have that because honestly, that's going to be a lot more fun than us just talking to each other, even though we're a lot of fun. Yeah. We, I mean, I like watching us talk. <laughs> I mean, you know, I am the editor for the, um, the video pod and audio pod. So if anything's wrong, it's, it's my fault. Uh, but I, I watch us a lot. <laughs> I can't help. I can't help that I'm just this pretty that I carry the show with my good looks alone and hypnotic voice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, welcome to late in the day with teachers who have yes. taught, um all day. We get stupid silly. Hello, loyal listeners. Boy, do I have something to tell you about today. Now, are you looking for a unique, one of a kind, handcrafted gift for a special occasion? 
Or maybe you're just looking for a unique artistic piece to add to your personal collection. Well, look no further. Creations by Alex Hodge is a fantastic one-stop shop to fit all of your needs. Alex Hodge is an amazing artist who specializes in handmade functional ceramics, including mugs, plates, jewelry, ornaments, and so much more. Her one-of-a-kind functional artistic pieces are sure to be the conversation of any gathering. Additionally, many of her creations promote positive, self-loving messages, sure to make you feel good whenever you're taking that nice, hot first sip of morning coffee, or maybe serving some delicious food on her one-of-a-kind ceramic plates. Furthermore, she does custom orders. That's right. If you have an idea for a ceramic piece, she has got you covered. Plus, you can happily support a woman-owned business. So what are you waiting for? Be sure to go to her Etsy and Instagram page titled Creations by Alex Hodge to check her out. You will not regret it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Esports Report. This is your host, Will Nix, and his co-host, Ashley Hodge, whose name I just blanked on. It's been that kind of day. And we are glad to have with us Tanya Anderson from GHSA, the Georgia High School Association. Thank you. Welcome to the Esports Report, Tanya. Tell us how's it going. Well, it's gone pretty well. Um, we've just gotten back to the office after the break, and there's a new year here at GHSA. You know, we've got some reclass going, so that's always yeah. exciting. So we just finished up that process yesterday here at the GHSA. So we're set for 22. 23 in that aspect and things are running along pretty well. Awesome. Great to hear. Ashley, you've got some questions I think we're going to start with today. Yeah. Um, so we're interested in a couple of things with uh, GHSA. You know, back in 2017, everything kind of got started. So um, just walk us through the process. Like how did esports come to GHSA? Like how did this happen? Sure. Let me explain what um, the association that GHSA has with National Federation first. So the National Federation of High Schools is the parent organization of all the state high school associations. So um, that organization first introduced esports to all of the state associations. And so um, that parent association also kind of fosters and supports us for uh, with, with these programs. Esports is one of those programs. Also the National Federation Network, which you may be familiar with, and that in that broadcasting network, our schools, um, they benefit from broadcasting whatever they're doing. It could be anything. The esports, which you know we did the championships with on National Federation Network. So there's all kinds of things that the National Federation helps us, um, you know, gives us the support for. And eSports was one of those programs. Awesome. Um, so I, the question every every coach always likes to ask and every kid always asks, you know where it's coming is, how do you choose the games? <laughs> oh, the games? Yeah, well, <laughs> we, as you know, we try yes. to keep things on a sort of a high school level. We, we try to keep the, 
the games as nonviolent as possible. Obviously, it's not GHSA that's just choosing the games. Right. It's a partnership with the National Federation and the 20 or so states that have adopted esports. So, yes, uh, we have uh, decided not to choose some of those games that I, I know some of our schools would like to play, but you know, we we have sort of catered to what we feel like high school students uh, or what we want to present to high school students, not what exactly what they want. But, of course, they can play those other games when they go to college. Understandable. And I appreciate you answering the question. And I agree with you. I, I think there is a place and I don't think people understand that there's multiple layers to this. And they just want to go, oh, they won't let us do. And I'm like, that's not necessarily the case. Well, thank you for your support for that. <laughs> they they just don't understand that it's very nuanced. You know, like when the, the Fortnite fiasco happened, people like, oh, we won't, don't get to play this. And it's like, well, there are reasons why we don't get to play it. And we're going to have a later episode about first-person shooters and the impact of that on gaming. But uh, right. is there anything you want to talk about with uh, that whole thing that happened? Well, uh, uh, thankfully, I joined right after, you know, that you did. miscommunication. <laughs> you did. You did. I remember. <laughs> right after that miscommunication. And I'll be honest, I, I was like, whoa, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> you know, um, it, but uh, thanks to Natural Federation, they did help us, you know, get back on track with just communication and um you know, uh, so Play Versus and National Federation and GHSA, we all work together to try to communicate with our schools and to communicate with each other. So, you know, it did get a little messy there, but I, I think we're back on track now. Speaking of Play Versus, like what, how did GHSA become partners with them? Because, you know, there's the High School Esports League and there's also, what, what is that other federation? I can't oh, the Na- National Esports High School, something like that. I can't remember. Mm. N-A-S-E-F. I know the acronym, yeah. but I can't remember what it what it stands for. So how did Play Versus become like the official partner? Well, that is directly uh, attributed to our association with National Federation. And so because... Uh, you know, the because of the partnership with Play Versus and National Federation, that became our partnership as well. And also those 20 states that compete um, in championship and, you know, state championship esports, uh, that is a direct association with National Federation and Play Versus because of our affiliation with them. What I'm hearing is Play Versus was smart, okay? And that's <laughs> what were. I was about to say. They were very smart. <laughs> and, and interestingly, the, they have since uh, moved from the youth and college product to just high school. So they're now just focusing on the high school and the state associations. So, you know, I hope that will benefit um, all of our schools and, and GHSA as well. What about the future, you think? What is the future of esports for Georgia? Oh, gosh, I hope we continue to grow. You know, we've seen a lot of growth in our very first season. When did we start? Fall of 2018. We had, I think it's 2018, we had six schools. So uh, this Me. past fall. So this past fall, four, was that four years later? 
but we uh, we had 141 schools competing in wow. GHSAE sports. So, you know, each, and, and I don't even say each year, each season we've grown. And even from last season, the number was 101 to this season, 141. And now That's we're just... about to begin a new season. I hope we see some growth there too. I think with some of the game additions that we're getting, we're going to see some. I mean, um, I, my next question, I think Ashley was thinking about too, is um, what do you think are some schools why they're hesitant, you know, to join esports? You know, what, they what's, are. What, what's making, yeah, what, what do you think well, that's keeping them away? I think it sounds like a big, scary, you know, undertaking. It's sort of intimidating for some school systems to think about, you know, the all the technicalities, the networks, the hardware, the software, the the whitelist, all those things that they're not very familiar with. So they just feel a little bit intimidating by by that. But I think that Playversus does a good job of, you know, walking each school and school system through, you know, getting started and, and providing that support. In fact, we'll have a webinar on Friday where um, Playversus will, you know, help new schools to get started. So uh, I hope, uh, you know, all of our schools will join us to that course. You know, all, some of you are not just getting started. You've done this many seasons, but some will be joining um, that have never done this. So I think Playversus does a good job of helping us through that. Also, I think finding a coach might be a little bit diff- difficult because, you know, the coaches think they need to know uh, they have to be a, a, a good gamer and be IT savvy. Of course, that would, that's very helpful. But I think you can get started and, and hey, those kids know how to do this. You know, they can they can pretty much just run their sport and they just need some leadership. I think that's a lot of it. I think, you know, Ashley, we've talked about that is how important, you know, finding people who are just willing to give it a chance, give these sports a yeah. chance to coach. And it's not it's not that it's not a different environment. It's still coaching. It's, you know, it's still this, you know, Tanya and I, you've had, you and I've had this talk and. You know, it's becoming, you know, much more, I don't want to say the word difficult, but, you know, demanding because of the multiple game aspect. Oh, yeah. I, I give I give my advice and I'm helping a, a young coach in the, the western part of the state. And I keep telling him, I said, just pick one of the two games right now. Just pick one or two and start with that and then dive deep into the end of the deep end of the pool. Good advice. Um, so, yeah. How has your perspective on video games changed since you've like taken over as esports? Uh, what, what do you when you first started and they're like, hey, yeah. you're going to do esports. What did you think? Yeah. First? It's like, what do you think now? Right. Well, I see esports is different from video games. Yeah, that is uh, that's where we start. And that's, you know, the avenue we choose to take um, that brings us this this whole team sport. You know, yes, we use the video game. Um, to bring our students a team sport with their coach. It brings them a, a team aspect. They have that, that camaraderie, that chance to um, experience sportsmanship and leadership, all those many, many things that we know esports brings to us. But yeah, it's changed my perspective of how I view video games. I'm not a gamer myself, but I certainly am very excited about the way we can reach those students who are gamers and um, just give them that opportunity to be part of a team. I think that's incredibly important. What do you, if you, if there was one thing you could change right now and just, just, just for fun, you know, nothing Um, serious, but if there was one thing you could change, what would you change right now about esports? What would be something you would change? Oh, something I could change. I would like to see more female participation. So I think, you know, um, 
But, hey, I'm glad that we have as many participants as we do. But I, I really like to see more females. And so, you know, I'm not sure what I can do to, to try to gather that interest. I think y'all have done it this year with the games that y'all have offered, the ones you've added. Um, I'm definitely getting more girls than I've ever had before. Oh, good. Um, well, maybe Mario that's the Kart. ticket. Mario Kart okay, was, cool. is, 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 is big. With I've got... I'll have my first all-girl team. And I'm, I, I don't say that in a bad way. I'm just really happy. They're, they're good. I had a little young lady email me telling me how good she was. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Great. I like, well, I did not know that. That's good to hear. I'm excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to give you some good news. Ashley? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, as a female coach, you know, I get asked that question a lot. They're like, how do we get girls in, in esports? And I, there's no easy answer. Um, for that, you know, I've been gaming since the nineties and, you know, in 2015, 2014, we had Gamergate, which is an assault on all females in the industry. And we still have just a very toxic environment for females, like in the professional esports realm. So it's really hard to get girls to like sign up because of those Mm -hmm. things. Now with high school, we can kind of monitor it a lot better. You know, if somebody's toxic, we can contact the coach and there's like immediate action. So that kind of helps. But I think adding Mario Kart, adding Hearthstone is going to be a lot. Even Smash. I mean, yeah, I, I, I love, a lot of good Smash gamers that are girls. And I, I, what I love about esports and Tanya, I don't know, is that it's an equal playing field. That mm-hmm. if, you know, you're good at the game, it doesn't matter who you are. You're good at the game. And rich, poor, if, if you have access to the game. I just see it as such a chance where a lot of other traditional sports and as someone who's coached traditional sports, you know, it, you have to have been born and bred into it. You know, it's not something yeah. you can just pick up in the next couple of years. I've had guys, you know, they start the freshman year. And by the time they're seniors, they're, they're, they're world beaters. And it's, it's good to see that somebody's willing to put the time and effort in they can get there. In what ways do you think um, esports can improve for students? Like what can GHSA do? What can high schools do? What can coaches do? Do you think to just improve it? If it needs, if you think it needs improving. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'd like to see um, more female participation. And, and from what you all just told me, then maybe we're on that on that road. I sure hope so. I think there's always room for improvement, especially with a with a sport that's kind of a fledgling sport like this is, or with any sport and activity. There's always adaptations that we can make it better. I, I feel like that Playverse is is working on their service to schools. Uh, I, of course, uh, would like to work on my service to schools and my communication um, with schools. You know, I think coaches are doing a great job. They're just uh, caring for their students and supporting their students. I, I have no problems there. Coaches and students are, are doing a great job. It's it's the other people, you know, the or, other organizations that need to improve. So we'll continue to work on that. And I hope our schools will be patient with us. We're learning too. We, we appreciate, I, I want to give a shout out to the GHSA on this because I've been involved with the GHSA for nearly 20 years and the advisory council and all the stuff that you involved us with, that has been a big deal to me. The fact that we have a voice when I, I, I felt, I'm not, I'm not being mean or anything when I said as a soccer coach, you just feel like, you know, you're saying something to your AD and it might get to you guys, but being able to talk to you and getting to know you has been a real honor. So I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that. I, I have so much enjoyed getting to know my advisory group and seeing <laughs> coaches, you know, in person and in visiting schools. That's, that's been 
the best part of coordinating esports to me is just getting out there and and being able to talk, even if it's like this, you know, to virtually to those involved with the sport. It's been a lot of fun for me. Awesome. Speaking of the advisory board, mm-hmm. um, I think other states are interested in starting Ooh. that. So I think we should dis- discuss like how it came to be. Mm-hmm. the framework that we use and kind of why we use it just so when they watch this or listen to it they kind of have an idea of how they could get one started right well it came to me as a recommendation I, I honestly I don't know why I didn't think of it myself because every other sport or activity that I coordinate I have an advisory board so you know obviously as I said I'm not a gamer I was an average traditional athlete in high school so you know I don't have that experience and I'd be foolish to try to navigate this esports world without you all um, and your expertise and knowledge so you know and with when I play with literary with cross country and track I have an incredible support system I mean just phenomenal people that are more experienced in each of those categories. You know, I'm just pretty much the liaison here at GHSA. Those are the people with the real knowledge in that particular sport and activity. Yeah, I would say uh, it would be advisable for any of our state associations to 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 adopt an, an advisory group like ours. It's been an incredibly helpful resource to me. Certain days, right? I mean, not all of them. <laughs> Hey, it's fun all the time. <laughs> it is fun all the time. <laughs> Listen, they say that teachers are the hardest group to please. Yes, yes. They so, are. <laughs> you, you coaches even we, higher. <laughs> we keep trying, though. We just keep trying over here. Uh, so um, can you share any positive stories that have happened with, like, schools and esports, yeah. anything yeah. like that? Sure. Uh, well, to me, the in cha- the in person championships are just so much fun to me. As I said, that it's just pleasurable coming together with those students, those coaches. They're happy to be there. There's, you know, less negativity. Um, I go to a lot of state events, and um, <laughs> there I feel like you know the I feel like at esports these people are happy and they're. They're there to have fun, which is, you know, what we would uh, would like for at all our state championship events. That doesn't necessarily always happen. But that there's always a positive experience at those um, in-person championship events. And, of course, I hear, you know, stories, just communication through email or chats, you know, that we have students that have done well in GHSA esports and are doing well, you know, making lots of money after that. So I feel like they're, you know, little experience in GHSA esports, although they were probably gaming before that. They did touch GHSA and go on to, you know, to do other things in esports. And and I'm just incredibly proud of those students and wish them the best. And actually, I would say, you know, you're you're going from, you know, esports coach to play versus super coach and beyond. You continue to succeed in what you're doing. And that's probably, you know one of the greatest positive stories that that I've heard just you know your story yourself oh thank you this time I didn't have to toot my own horn to <laughs> I, I was gonna say she was gonna say these things about herself but I'm glad you get to say it instead Tanya, so. <laughs> or there's your intro <laughs> there you go <laughs> I, I will say thanks to um GHSA and play versus I now serve on the riot advisory board 
which would have it would have never been possible had I not started out as a, a Georgia esports coach. So it is weird how different my career has turned out versus when I was teaching English <laughs> at my first school. Right. We're we're super proud of you, actually. Wish you the best. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, speaking of state championships, like I know you mm-hmm. and I just recently went to the one in uh, West Georgia. Um, yeah. What what's the process for like selecting a, a venue? Well, uh, as you can imagine, hosting a esports championship is not easy. So, uh, to be honest, I, I have not actually really done a selection. I, um, the first, let's see, when after the pandemic or during the pandemic, it was extremely hard to find a venue that would have it. So I visited five. And only one stepped up and was able to, you know, just was brave enough to do the work and and actually host us. And that was at Kennesaw State. So really what has happened is um, venues have volunteered and said we're interested. And thankfully, you know, they've just been brave enough to um, to host uh, you know, with all of the little details that have to come together perfectly to make all this stuff happen. It just, you know, you don't just snap your fingers. They have to actually move in that equipment. It's not just there in the gymnasium. So they they do that. And um, so, so far, it's just uh, been, you know, those universities volunteering and also uh, Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. one of our high schools did volunteer for us. Um, to host, and I'm sure they had a lot of help. Yeah, host uh, a great, they, they hosted a great in-person championship. Now, we have had some virtual championships. That's not as much fun to me, but it's pretty cool to watch. You know, I have watched those, but I just love to be in-person with the, the students and coaches, so we will strive have, to continue that. I have warm feelings for Mount Vernon because I happened to win there. So, uh, Oh, I remember. <laughs> that was, that was, that was your first – yeah, that was the first one I attended. Yeah, and, that's when we met. So that's when right, all three of us met. One. That's all three of us met. Yeah, actually, told yeah. me to get off the stage. Yeah, that's so, when I told you to get off the stage. <laughs> that was a great event, and it was. You know, they they made it look so easy. I've learned that it's not that easy since then. But you know, we just kind of showed up with the trophies and medals and T-shirts, and it was all in place. And I was like, hey, I want to do esports. And I'm so glad that I did, you know, when um, when I did move into the associate director job, I did actually ask for esports because I was just really, you know, excited, ignited by that Mount Vernon championship and how, you know, it's just a totally different aspect of GHSA mm-hmm. and uh, just something totally different from what we've been doing, you know, um, in the past. So it was very exciting to me. Yeah, esports, I think, is bringing together a group of kids that otherwise might not be involved in any kind of sport or community. I I really feel like it's been beneficial to students because we're reaching a group that otherwise would not have been involved with with anything. That's exactly what I think. That too, I agree. But I also think it's also bringing kids together who normally wouldn't play together. Mm -hmm. Because I had a group of athletes and non-athletes come together and form, you know, my powerhouse teams. And I think it's it's bridging communities and more than just representing one is bridging these two together. Yeah, I've, I've seen that, um, you know, especially when we introduce FIFA and Madden, mm-hmm. those um, traditional athletes are coming to, um, you know, play esports and they're enjoying it and they're good at it. 
Uh, by by Rocket League guys have always been uh, former soccer players and and football players. That's who you know, and then they come along, and it, it's amazing. It's amazing how these groups get along. So kids are just amazing anyway. That's why I love what I do, just to yep. watch kids do the things they yes. do. They're just amazing. Let Let me ask you this. So in our previous episode. Mm-hmm. Episode two that has not aired yet. That's coming out Ba-ba-ba. Thursday. It's <laughs> coming out Thursday. We talk about like what the definition of esports is, and to us, it's kind of like a team-based game because students are going to have you know more fun if they're playing with the team. But you know, some of the games we offer are not team-based, like um, FIFA, Madden, Hearthstone right. will be team-based. Smash, Smash. But we like, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, yes, it's team-based, but sometimes it's not team-based. Like just, just general thoughts on that. Right. Well, you know, I think, uh, and you, this, this may be where you have to correct me because I am not the gamer, but I know that we were playing Madden, um, you know, in consecutive, like 1v1 maybe. And it Mm -hmm. was, it was just incredibly long. So, um, you know, yeah, I do. I do wish that we had more team-based sports, um, esports, and and hopefully we'll work towards that. But what we wanted to do, or what I say we, but the GHSA and also those states that are part of National Federation really wanted sort of a sport-based esports game. You know. If that makes sense, so that's so a soccer we, game, then yeah. an electronic version of that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how FIFA and Madden got into our, you know, our lineup. Uh, you know, so but I do regret that we've had to kind of scale it down for because of its length of play to just the the one athlete. So maybe you know, as we as we grow, as we adapt, we can just kind of mix up our our lineup of games and see what's what works best for us but i I agree esports is a team based sport where you have team you have a coach and um you have that competitive spirit Mm -hmm. that's that's what i think esports is versus video games you know yep i agree 100 and i think what people understand that in our audience we're hoping to reach is that this takes some time. We're, we're learning too. I mean, it's not like anyone just had an esports thing ready to go and take it, adapt it, and go with it. We're having to learn what works and what doesn't work. Definitely here at GHSA, we're we're definitely learning um, with esports and all sports and activities. There's something, <laughs> something new every day. Right. <laughs> I was going to say with um, play versus and, uh, you know, everything just changes season to season. So... You just kind of adapt and learn learn as you go. Uh, funny you should say, I do have some new changes from Play Versus, so I'll share that with the group. <laughs> you know, I, I just got those this afternoon, and um, so I'll share that with the group as, as soon as I can. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Future episode, the changes, Play VS brought. <laughs> I was going to say, um, there's one guarantee when you're doing esports is that everything will change. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll adapt and be flexible and uh, we can go with the flow. And I guess what, um, what message would you like to say to like um, coaches who are kind of on the fence, like they're kind of interested, but they're also kind of scared. Like, what would you just say to them? 
I would say, come join us, take the leap. We're going to help you through. You know, uh, if I can't do it, I probably can. I'm going to hook you up with someone who can. That's either (laughs) my group or the people that play versus or National Federation. Someone is going to help you get started and support you along the way. Yeah, that's one of the things I want to say about the advisory group. You all have been incredible, you know, not just helping me, but also helping your fellow coaches. If I have a question that that I can't answer about esports, and I very often do, then I just send it in my, you know, I've got you saved in my messaging tool, and I just send that that information out, and you all are always helpful to that new coach um, that needs some support. So. I'd say, come join us. We're ready for you. Question. Do you think it's coaches that are more reluctant or do you think it's higher up with the administration and ADs? Because I, think it's the, I think it's the administration and maybe they're a little bit um, paranoid or something about security. You know, um, I, I'm not sure exactly, but there is, there is a little bit of an intimidation with the esports, I think with our school systems and schools, but um, you know, like I said, we just have a really good support group and uh, we can um, help you get through, get started, and then your kids can have fun. All right, peeps, that will uh, wrap us up. I'm sorry if uh, anything abruptly stopped and was edited weird because Zoom decided to crash and we did the best we can here with what we got. So as always, we would like to remind you to like and subscribe. We are now on Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, and Google Play as audio podcast and then video podcast. We're on. That's just awesome. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, everywhere. We are everywhere. We are the esports report. Yeah, and we hope you find this information helpful and useful. And uh, you know, if you want to have some ads read in between our segments, we're more than happy to do that. I would say, right, Nick? Oh, I, 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 I am the voiceover artist ready to do all your commercial breaks. Yes. All right. Well, I think uh, that about wraps us up. So we'll see you peeps next time. Hope you have a good one. Bye, guys. Thank you. This is Will Nix for the Esports Report. Bye, Ashley. <laughs>